0: The Brendan Leslie Show is brought to you by Shoot Center, America's gun range and store. Visit them at shootcenter.com. Enter code unbossed, all lowercase, at checkout for $50 off a case of ammo. And Castleton Mortgage, offering refinancing, acquisitions, and home equity lines of credit in 48 states. Give these Patriots a call at 239 267 9800.
1: You're listening to The Brendan Leslie Show the official podcast of Unbossed Reporting.
0: All right, welcome to episode two of the Brendan Leslie Show and I got a very special guest with me, newly elected Congressman Byron Donalds uh, of Florida District 19. Congressman Donalds, how are you doing today?
2: Doing good, Brendan. Thanks for having me on.
0: Thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us here at Unbossed Reporting. So like I uh how I start all these podcasts every single week is kind of doing like a little rapid fire questions just to break the ice even though I've known you for a while now I don't need to break the ice with you but it does for the viewers and it gets you to have a little fun with it and uh it just give me the first answer that comes to your mind and we're gonna do it really quick you ready sure these are random questions I thought of this morning that really have nothing to do with anything (laughs) so cue the music and let's go Batman or Superman oh Batman Batman why
2: He's smarter he has more
0: toys ah, I like that answer best place on earth
2: <sighs> Naples
0: yeah yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: actually yeah. pretty sweet man we live in one of the best places on earth
0: southwest Florida in general I would say yeah I, I would argue for uh, no I wouldn't argue for it just kidding uh, we'll go with Naples in southwest Florida All right. would you rather agree with AOC on a policy or give up your favorite food for a year
2: oh I'm quite sure we could agree about something. I know there's probably something we could agree on. Are you sure?
0: What's your favorite food?
2: I don't really have a favorite food.
0: I kind of eat everything. So, All right, if you had to give up Seed to Table for a year or agree with AOC on policy, which would it be? I'm
2: going to choose agree with AOC. I have to give that one up.
0: That's how much you love Seed to Table and how great that place is. I mean, for a whole year, I'm not sure I could give it up for a whole year. We're going to get into more uh, discussion about seat to table later in the show. All right. The funniest thing that has ever happened to you, Mm, the funniest thing, the funniest thing, or maybe embarrassing, man, I'm kind of boring, man.
2: Nothing really funny happens to me.
0: I, you know, I, that's what I was thinking. And I was hoping to get something out of you here.
2: Actually, no, it's uh, i was at a summer camp and we were wrestling, uh, me and some of the kids were wrestling. And I got backed up into this like uh, table, and the whole table broke. It was kind you of fell onto
0: the table and broke the table in front of everyone. Yeah, Yeah. you know, I asked the same question to Ryan Fournier in my first episode, and his answer was, "I slipped and fell in front of Don Jr." What it's all you—you you prominent conservatives are just falling all over the place.
2: This is what we do. We fall down, and this that's why we're
0: tough. That's why we can stand strong because we've fallen before. A good answer that's a good good bounce back there uh your proudest achievement
2: the birth of my sons.
0: that's a good one i will not disagree with that uh the worst talking head in the media today
2: oh man um <laughs> Lawrence o'donnell why because he's annoying man <laughs> he's the most annoying person i ever have listened to does he, he- ever say anything right no, he's Lawrence O'Donnell.
0: And that is why he is dubbed a talking head. All right, that ends the rapid fire questions. Thank you very much, uh, Byron. All right, so the first thing I want to talk to you about is Joe Biden's first town hall as the president. Uh, and of course it was with CNN because why Why else wouldn't it be? The media is essentially just an extension of the Democrat Party. So the most telling thing, we're going to kind of do a little fact checking of him because the media is not going to do it. Um, I want everyone to watch this clip of him speaking about vaccinations and his time in office.
1: It's one thing that the vaccine,
0: which we didn't have when we came into office. So he said that he didn't have a vaccine when he took office, which is just a complete lie. He did. In fact, the Trump administration was doing a million doses a day when he took over on January 20th. And now fact checkers, these same fact checkers that you know jumped down uh, Donald Trump for everything he's ever said, uh, are saying that this was just a gaffe. Was that a gaffe or is this guy just clearly not with it? What do you have to say about that?
2: Uh, It's both. First of all, Joe Biden uh, makes gaffes all the time. This is what he does. And I think the thing is he's done this for so many times over his entire 48 year political career now that the media is just accustomed to it because it's just what Joe does. But that doesn't make it right. Uh, It was quite stupid what he said. Um, look, here's the deal. Members of Congress have been getting vaccinated. I know they don't like to talk about that, but they have been. He has had the needle put in his arm before he took the oath of office. There's video of him doing it. The vice president has gotten vaccinated. She got her first shot before she was inaugurated. Uh, like you said, we were uh, vaccinating a million people a day. And so when they were talking about his goal of a hundred million, uh, vaccines being administered, the media like was like nudging him like, Hey, hey, Joe, uh, we're already doing that because of what Trump laid in place. You got to do more. Then he just walks out one day and says, oh, it's going to be 150 million a day. I mean, this guy is just saying whatever is in the prompter. He doesn't even ad lib because if he ad libs, it just gets significantly worse. And that's just what's wrong with him. I'm not sure what he's thinking about, um, but obviously we have vaccines. Fifty million, Almost 50 million Americans now have had at least one shot Uh, No, I'm sorry. There's about 50 million vaccines that have been um, acquired. Uh, Roughly 27, 28 million people have actually had their first shot at this point.
0: And like you said, it's like the media is almost just like nudging him or just holding his hand and walking through. So these same, quote unquote, fact checkers really just, you know, Democrat propaganda propagandists. uh, They're tweeting out, oh, Biden said this is just a gaffe. He really knows that uh, 50 million people or 28 million, whatever, were all, uh, I'm like, know
2: because I'm gonna tell you how he doesn't know, because I just made a mistake. And I was like, Oh, no, wait a minute. That's not the right number. Here's the right number. And I corrected it. He doesn't do that. He just walks off the stage. And then it's either Jen Psaki or somebody on the team puts out a statement saying, Oh, let's just clarify what the president actually meant. He doesn't know what he's saying.
0: Meanwhile, what they're probably doing is when he's speaking, they're sitting behind scenes taking notes. Oh, he screwed up here. We got to go fix this. We're not even he probably doesn't even know that they're going and fixing his screw ups. Yeah, that's probably right. I agree with you on that one. So the next really just crazy thing that happened was. So let me give a little context before we play this next clip. Back in 2018, a United Nations Human Rights Committee says there are credible reports of China forcing their people into uh, re-education camps and. In uh, 2020, the Australian Strategic Policy Institute found evidence of more than 380 of these so-called re-education camps. Some people have escaped these camps and say they're being tortured. Women are being sterilized and raped. Even the BBC says there's evidence of slavery happening in these camps. There are many accusations of the communist regime carrying out the genocide against the Muslim community. Uh, It's called Uyghur in northern western China. With all that being said, here are Biden's thoughts on the issue.
1: You know, Chinese leaders, if you know anything about Chinese history, it has always been the time when China has been victimized by the outer world is when they haven't been unified at home. So the central, oh, to vastly overstated, the central principle of Xi Jinping is that there must be a united, tightly controlled China. And he uses his rationale for the things he does based on that. I point out to him, no American president can be sustained as a president if he doesn't reflect the values of the United States. And so the idea, I'm not going to speak out against what he's doing in Hong Kong, what he's doing with the Uyghurs in Western mountains of, of uh, China and Taiwan trying to end the one China policy by making it forceful. I, I said, and by the he said he he gets it. Culturally, there are different norms in each country and they their leaders are expected
0: to follow. So basically, Biden has condoned the authoritative behavior of the Communist Party of China. Yeah. And he's even used the word "victimize" in those same sentence. <laughs> what is your reaction to that?
2: I, I don't even listen to what Joe Biden says, to be honest with you. Uh, what's happening in China um, is an atrocity against humanity, re-education camps, modern-day slavery. Uh, These are the things, frankly, that we should all, we should never condone. Everybody should be speaking out against this. For him to kind of, you know, whitewash it with some lame statement just shows how in the tank uh, this administration is when it comes to China. And that actually is to the detriment of the United States. Uh, We should be opposing China on every ground possible. Uh, Let's be clear uh china is our adversary i'm not going to call them an enemy yet but they are definitely an adversary that is where it is they are trying to meet us militarily they are trying to meet us economically because they want to be the number one power in the world and any nation that has re-education camps and allows for this type of behavior to 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 frankly take place should never be the, the, the largest superpower on the planet we must oppose china at every step of the way it's just that
0: simple why did donald trump get so much flack for holding them accountable, and Joe Biden, you know, the media is singing his song and, and doing his dance for defending China, and that's hence the name China Joe.
2: Oh, that's easy because
0: the, the, a lot of the media, a lot of our uh
2: institutions of higher learning are in the tank for China because China writes checks, China provides money, that's what they do. I mean, look at the situation with Eric Swalwell, he obviously had a deep relationship with a Chinese spy, yet he's still is on the Intel committee, like still today. Losey never took them off. And so, you know, their party and large parts of our country, unfortunately, in media and in academia are in the tank of China. And furthermore, you have portions of our economy who are so tied to China because of cheap labor and that they can manufacture product over there without having to go through the level of uh, regulatory oversight that happens here in the United States. And so you have members of our economy Um, who are in the bed with China as well. This is why they get tiptoed around all the time. Just remember what happened when the controversy happened with Nike and the NBA, with Nike and the NBA uh, last year. And you had, you know, you had
0: players and executives who love to talk about social justice, but when it came to China, they were quiet. You hit all my points. And I haven't bought a single thing from Nike since college. Um, I refuse. I refuse to buy from a a company that basically supports labor or slave labor. And Um, You you hit my other point I wanted to talk about. It's funny how these liberals are so hell-bent on making America this racist, oppressive nation. All false. Systemic racism is false. Is there racists out there in this nation? Of course there are. There's always going to be bad apples. Um, But it's funny how they spend their whole life and millions and millions upon millions of dollars painting this negative picture about America. But then... Don't say a word about women being sterilized. That is literally, if that is true, that is genocide. They are trying to eliminate a large group of people. There's 20 million people in the Uyghur uh, community.
2: Listen, man, don't get mad with the left. They're woke. They just haven't woken up to that reality yet. I just, yeah, time. I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, really, <laughs> I caught that. I'm pretty, you pretty know, sure Things out there because a lot of people don't understand when you're being sarcastic, you know.
0: Uh, it, it's, it's the bulk era in America It's just amazing I don't know if you've heard But I brought on a new reporter uh, With Unbossed Reporting And she's an 18 year old With conservative values Grew up on Santa Bell in Southwest Florida And the story she tells me Of things that her friends Or people around her say Of her age It's scary It's so scary And I don't mean to get too negative here So we're going to go to the a Funny part of the show now And here is what I'm gonna play the most accurate statement Joe Biden said in his town hall. You have, um, over the years, over your career, you've already spent a great deal of time at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, except now you're living there and you're president. It's been four weeks, what's it like? How's it different? I get up in the morning and look at Joe and say, where the hell are we? All right, so uh, at least he says some truthful things, right? <laughs>
2: I mean, listen, man, I know Saturday Night Live, all I want them to do is do their job and be as funny as they can, because Joe Biden is going to be the gift that keeps on giving when it comes to comedy. He says some of the most ridiculous things in the world. I'm, a, I'm actually going to help him out on this one. I, I could understand what he's talking to Jill about. You know, it just doesn't sound good coming out of his mouth because, I mean, he is so forgetful about so many things all the time. Um, but look, it's, it's honestly an honor to be elected. Uh, I can only imagine the honor it is to actually serve as president of these United States. And so on that one, it's probably the only pass I'll give him, but I'm gonna give him a pass on this one. I'm, okay. a kind of, listen, I'm all about unity,
0: man. Come on, man. It's all about <laughs> unity, Peace and healing, man. Uh, all right. How about this statement that he said? I'm just going to throw this out to you at impromptu. He also said, and he opened up with this in the town hall. He's like, a lot of people know, I'm paraphrasing here. He said, a lot of people know I like kids more than people. <sighs> kids, kids, not people. Are they are they petting his leg hair again. What?
2: Listen, all I want is the compilation of Joe's greatest hits. That's all I want. I know YouTube is working on it right now. We'll probably have one by the end of the first uh, quarter of this year. I think somewhere around March 15th or April one, we'll have Joe's greatest hits in the white house. And it's going to be just hilarity on all levels. Listen, we, we have to be honest about this. Uh, the current president of the United States in my opinion, is not really serious about what's going on here in America. Um, he is a prop, in my opinion, for the Democrat Party. And so what they're really actually trying to do is make you just feel that Joe is this folksy, cool old guy who's probably like your uncle, While in the meantime, they're signing executive orders, they're not holding hearings in Congress, they're passing massive massive stimulus bills, which frankly are not needed anymore. Um, And doing all these things to perpetuate their agenda and they're using a crisis to do it. That's really what's going on in America. And Joe will say these comical, ridiculous, stupid things, but what's happening to the United States is a tragedy right now.
0: All because they couldn't handle some mean tweets from orange man bad. It's- It's It's quite amazing to watch and see this happening. And you were talking about how he's basically almost like a puppet. You got Kamala Harris, Harris. Kamala Harris, excuse me, don't I don't want to be racist now, making phone calls with foreign leaders on behalf of Joe Biden. Is that a common thing for a vice president and especially this early into a presidency?
2: Actually, no, the vice president should not be doing that at all. That is the job for the commander in chief. But this is the concern. If you go back to the presidential election, really because of COVID, Joe Biden didn't campaign. He didn't yeah. campaign hard. He didn't fight hard. You know, when I talk to, you know, regular people, I'm asking them what was Joe Biden's agenda that he ran on? Nobody knows because there wasn't one. The whole agenda was we're here to save the soul of America or whatever the heck that means. Uh, truth is, is that the liberal media wanted old Washington. The liberal media wanted somebody who's going to allow them to put their agenda through. And that's what they're getting. And that's what we have to fight in Congress.
0: Over or under. Kam- Kamala Harris will be our president in two years. No, nah, I don't think that's going to happen. You don't that's- think it's going to happen? You don't no. think he will step down or get sick or something?
2: No, I think if you look at the cabinet, the cabinet is full of Joe loyalists. And that's that's, that's one of the things I was looking at, like, who's going to be in this cabinet? So and we're just going to get like a weekend at Bernie's type thing? Yeah, I think around year three, year four, it's definitely going to be that way. Ugh,
0: scary thought.
2: All right, so two last times. Joe Biden on. will be alive because I know people are crazy and they will take that cut and be like, oh, you see what he's talking about? Joe Biden will still be alive, everybody. It's going to be okay. I just don't think he's going to be very effective. I think he's actually going to be a low energy president. Um, and that's really disheartening because there's a lot of things in our country that need to get fixed.
0: Pretty much. Um, last two topics I want to talk to you about. Uh, real quick, uh, we see what's going on in Texas. Uh they had a once in a century blizzard, really. And um a lot of Texas, believe it or not, is you know, dependent on green energy, such as wind turbines. So the wind turbines uh got frozen and then their batteries died because of the freezing and basically it's a blackout for millions of Americas. Democrats are taking this as a slam dunk to push their agenda. AOC tweeted this, uh, the infrastructure failures in Texas are quite literally what happens when you don't pursue a green new deal. End quote. Is she right? Or is this just really the complete opposite of that?
2: No, she's wrong again, as usual. Um, anything that happens, she uses it to perpetuate her agenda. This is actually not why. This is why you want black, sweet crude flowing through pipelines and getting into people's homes. This is why you want, frankly, coal power plants or hydroelectric plants actually running. So they produce electricity, which keeps cent- central heating and air units on in times like this. Look, I'm not opposed to green energy, but it should not be at this point in time. The only thing that powers our, our infrastructure. That is ridiculous. It's asinine. And that's the type of thinking that actually keeps um, you know us behind the eight ball when it comes to our economy, especially with our adversary, China, because I'll tell you this about China. They're not over here putting their energy infrastructure on the back of windmills. They're not doing it. They're actually still building nuclear reactors to help power their country. If the left truly wants green energy, let's go back to nuclear. It works. It's safe. It's clean. Let's do that and it's consistent and it's reliable.
0: Yeah. Basically, if we had a green new deal, what's happening in Texas right now would happen on a daily across the nation. And listen, conservatives are trying to use this as also as a, as a political tool as well saying, Hey, look, green energy doesn't work, which to an extent they're right. And this is kind of showing what the green new deal would be like, but keep Mm -hmm. in mind, this was a, like a once in a lifetime type freeze. So if anything, uh, you're right, but obviously the left is just completely wrong, and right. it's it's just you're right. We're not yeah, ready. Well, I will out. add
2: to you real quick on that one. The reason why there are all these windmills in Texas is because there's some federal subsidy to build on them. Yep. If it wasn't a federal subsidy to build the, the, the networks and the infrastructure for it. They wouldn't be here because it wouldn't be profitable.
0: Mm-hmm. Like it,
2: it's you know
0: the common myth is that conservatives are against green energy. We're not. We just have a feasible and realistic real-world timeline of when we can get there, and we're still a couple decades out. We're still we has to stand on its own two feet.
2: It has to stand on its own two feet. It can't rely on the federal government to constantly be there and to be a backstop because that's not standing on your own two feet.
0: That's actually the opposite, you know. And then the last thing I want to talk to you about. You saw everything that happened with Alfie Oaks and Seed to Table in the mainstream media in these past couple of weeks. Yeah. NBC Nightly News. I'll just fill in people that are listening now in case they they missed it. NBC Nightly News entered Seed to Table, which is a popular grocery store here in Naples, uh, Florida, where I do my live talk show every week on Tuesday with the owner, Alfie Oaks and Drew Montez-Clark. And he took this video of a bunch of happy people just smiling. And he's like, oh, my God, no mess. It looks like pre-pandemic. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Well, that video went viral, got about 5 million views on Twitter. Every single national news outlet covered it, attacked Alfie as this crazy loony who is against masks, blah, 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 What are your thoughts when you see that?
2: That's just the media trying to find something to click. That's all they want. That's all they're after. They're not interested in science. They're not actually interested in what's going to help us get through this pandemic. And they're definitely not interested in the fact that in Florida, we've actually managed the pandemic quite well. You've been allowed to be open and run your business. People have been allowed to make decisions for their health, um, and I think if you really look at covid policy, one of the worst things you could ever do in retrospect now is lockdowns, because here's what happens. People just don't stay isolated in their homes. Some people do, unfortunately, and it's to the detriment of their mental health. But the reality is people don't just stay locked down in their homes. They just go congregate in somebody else's house in an enclosed space without ventilation. So that's why New York's numbers are worse than ours. That's why California's numbers are worse than ours. That's why Washington, D.C.'s numbers are worse than Southwest Florida, um, because we've not had this radical lockdown policy where you can't eat out, where you can't do anything. So what happens is people congregate in small kitchens and small living rooms and pass COVID that way. We just haven't done that. And so I think it's just, just the media looking for something as usual. Uh, they're looking for clickbait. They're trying to find anything that they can because to quote, what do you call them? Uh, mean, bad. bad, bad orange man. Is that what oh, you said? Or,
0: orange man, bad.
2: Orange man, bad about 45 President Trump yeah. uh, because he's no longer president. They're looking for any story possible to keep their ratings.
0: Yeah. That's he's, a- he's been out of office for nearly four weeks and he still dominates the headlines and he doesn't even have any social media either. It's crazy. But uh, Alfie's position was never don't wear a mask. Same with pretty much the entire conservative movement. We're never telling you not to wear a mask. We think You're a little bit loony for doing it, but that's okay. We have different opinions. We, we, we respect your individual choice to wear a mask. And that's how Alfie was. He just doesn't feel that it's right for him as a private business owner to tell people who walk into his business that you have to wear one. And he, that's the stand he took, but the media plays it as he's this anti-vaxxer, anti-mask thinks COVID is a completely fake thing. Uh, Lunatic, which is just so unfortunate because I've gotten to know Alfie. Uh, You know Alfie really well. I want you to tell me what kind of man Alfie Oaks is.
2: Uh, He's actually a good man. He's a good man. He's about common sense. He wants you to just live your life and do what you need to do. He's going to do the same. That's it. No more, no less. I think for media, what they're always looking for is that if there isn't some top-down, authoritative, um, universal approach, that means you didn't do something. And I think that's actually the wrong type of mentality that too many reporters have. The best thing actually to do is to let people make individual decisions in their life, because when that happens, you actually get the best
0: results overall. Yeah. Basically down with socialism. Socialism sucks. Congressman Byron Donalds. Thank you very much. This was a great episode two of the Brennan Leslie show. Uh, everyone that is listening. Thank you very much. Make sure you share this out on uh, social media and give us a little shout out and give the congressman a uh, uh you know, his, uh, platform to speak because you know what? We have this show, Byron, because I want to talk to conservatives like you, like Ryan Fournier next week is, uh, uh, the CEO of the Babylon Bee, Seth Dillon, who are voice of reason. And that's what you are. And I appreciate that very much.
1: Listen, Thanks, man. Thanks for having me
0: on. You have a good one. Okay. You too. Thank you, Byron.